Slap some bacon on a biscuit and let's go. We're burning daylight. Welcome to the Frontier Freedom Hour with Jeff Hunt. Sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Now, here's Jeff Hunt. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. The Second Amendment of the U.S. Constitution. Well, howdy, 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 friends. My name is Jeff Hunt. I'm the chief wagon boss of this operation. Welcome to the Frontier Freedom Hour. Run on the board for us, Michael Deadshot Arpaio, because he gets it right every single time. The first time, producer Jamie Erker, the mighty one. We cover issues facing the Western United States from a Christian conservative perspective. We're thankful for we're not getting all the government we are paying for. Friends, a little cowboy Ten Commandments. I ran across this out in Arizona, vacationing down there with the family. Came across the little cowboy Ten Commandments. It's a cowboy rendering of the, uh, of the original Ten. You ready? There's just one God. True. Number one, right? True. Honor <laughs> your ma and pa. Good one. <laughs> <laughs> no telling tales or gossiping. Get yourself to Sunday meeting. Put nothing before God. No fooling around with another fellow's gal. These are all very good points. <laughs> <laughs> no killing. Watch your mouth. Number eight. Number nine, don't take what ain't yours. And number 10, don't be hankering for your buddy's stuff. I, you know, I, 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 I do have a little bit of hankering for our guest's weapons because he's got some good ones. I've seen uh, on his Instagram, he's, uh, he's a well-armed cowboy. On the show, we're very, very happy to have Taylor Hot Lead Rhodes. Now, Taylor, you probably didn't know this. You get a cowboy name when you come in. Do you have a cowboy name already? We just gave you one. Not that I know of, but I'm good with it. How about Hot Lead? Hey, Hot Lead works. <laughs> Taylor Hot Lead Rhodes is Rocky Mountain Gun Owners Executive Director and serves under a volunteer board. He handles all executive decision-making and lobbying concerning Rocky Mountain gun owners. I am very proud of this organization because they are really a non-negotiating, defend Second Amendment at all costs organization. And this is really important because we're facing some real challenges to our Second Amendment rights down we to are. state capital. We are. And that's what we're going to be talking about, all four segments. We're going to get into this assault weapons ban as well as some other proposed bills that you're seeing come down there. But these guys right. are really the experts, and they are out there fighting hard for our Second Amendment rights, which affects your ability to defend yourself, your ability to hunt, but most importantly, your ability to protect your freedoms from government tyranny, which is really what the Second Amendment is all about. It is not about it's not about hunting. to get a deer, right? right? Which is right. important. It's a benefit, but it's about really liberty so, Taylor, first of all, let's dive right in. Tell us about this this big bill that's being proposed out at the state capitol to essentially ban assault rifles. Right. So the crazy thing is, is this bill doesn't only ban uh, the, the guns that we would think are quote-unquote assault 
weapons, right? They're, it doesn't just go after assault rifles. It doesn't go after the AR-15 and AK-47 exclusively. This bill also goes after pistols uh, and even shotguns mm-hmm. uh, that they deem that are scary and that should be off the streets. Uh, they have a handful of, of uh, criteria that uh, it would not be, or it would be considered a, an assault weapon having a pistol grip if it has a compensator at the end of the barrel. I know, like, 90% of Glocks has have built-in compensators on the end of the barrels. So pretty much every Glock handgun is going to then be illegal. Uh, if you're if your shotgun, if you have a turkey gun that you um, you hunt with, that's probably going to be illegal because most turkey guns have pistol grips. Um, it is this is a full blown ban. Uh, our estimate says that we will ban likely under this bill seventy five ish percent of guns uh, in in Colorado's households right now. I mean, and it's so broad that even in one article by our friends down at the Independence Institute, they said it's almost better to just tell you what guns are still legal. Right. right? Exactly. Exactly. I mean, they they get they have a big list of everything. Um, like you said, a pistol grip, a semi-automatic rifle that has the capacity to accept a detachable magazine. Right. So they're not even the. The crazy thing about this bill is it goes even further than California or Maryland or even the Illinois bill that passed uh, just yesterday. Um, The bill essentially goes further because it doesn't have those exceptions. It doesn't have the exception to put a fin on your on your pistol grip to make it, you know, a, a. a non-pistol grip, right? It doesn't give you the exception to have the bullet button that California's seen for a long time. This bill essentially says if it has somewhere, it, it actually reads this way, if it has something that you can hold on to that you won't burn your hand, that it is illegal. Because <laughs> we all appreciate a good burn ha- hand when we go to the range, right? right? exactly. I guess we're going to have to all buy uh, welder's gloves. <laughs> right. uh, but they have... They have the mandate from the voters, right? right? So right. they, in many ways, uh, they they've already banned, you know, high capacity magazines sure. and things like that, and then sure. the red flag laws, and then we all as conservatives said this is a real problem for our state. We shouldn't have these people, these types of people elected, and then the voters said, "Well, no, we want them elected." Right. So now the 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 elected officials are saying, well, we have a mandate. Isn't that right? Right. That's what they're saying. And, and frankly, you know, I, I agree with, you know, you want to do what the will of the voters uh, put you in there for, but you also have constitutional restraints. Right. Um, and this bill, especially under, under Heller uh, and, and specifically under Bruin, there is no way that this is going to hold up under second amendment muster. We've actually already drafted a lawsuit that would just completely tear this bill apart. Tell me about that. So you guys are ready to, go to battle at the courts yeah we, look we're realistic right we understand the makeup of, of the of the general assembly we have a they the democrats have a supermajority in uh in the house they lack one vote from a supermajority in the senate um governor polis has signed every single gun bill that has gone to his desk that's 11 at the moment really 11 11 like what are some of those 11 already i remember i remember red flag and so, i remember the high capacity so yeah, high, high cap was in 13. So uh, others that include, they've expanded uh, background checks uh, yeah. even more. Uh, they have uh, added lost and stolen firearms, which creates a de facto registration. If you lose your gun, you have to turn that in to the police and tell them you know, all your information. They're going to put you on a government list. Um, some of the other ones are you know, the safe storage laws that essentially render your firearms useless if you have a firearm in a, in a home that a child 
even visits, uh, you're technically supposed to lock up those firearms uh, where a child could not then get those guns, right? Mm. Um, so there's there's others that uh, that are on the list. Can't remember them off the top of my head. Uh, that I can look them up if, if, if it's now that, important. I mean, that's a good start. Uh, so they've been passing laws since 2013. I, I pulled up every town for gun safety's gun violence in Colorado report, and you would think that with all of these restrictions, we would see some drops in gun deaths, especially since 2013. Right. If they were honest, they would just change their name. They would change it to Every Town for Gun Control. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's, 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 that's realistically what they want to do, right? They want every town to disarm their population. And we're seeing that here in Colorado. And, and they're effectively doing that, yeah. right? So you have guns that are locked up, and, and so they're, they're going after the people that are law-abiding right 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 but, but just look at this the rate of this is their own stats the rate of gun deaths increased 41 percent from 2011 to 2020 compared to a 33 percent increase nationwide so it's gotten worse in colorado it has yeah and some in some examples uh we've seen crime since they started this madness in 2013 we've seen crime in some some examples quadruple uh like in the, in the city of denver so you know what they say they say doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting you know a different result is insanity these people are clearly insane well and you would go okay uh colorado was generally a pretty conservative state right and they said we've got a gun violence problem you need to put us into power with our ideas and we're going to pass laws and then these laws are going to be effective in in that problem it's going to take the gun violence rate down okay right so now you got elected and now your ideas have passed and they are not working bottom line they're not working and probably worse than not working you're restricting and infringing on people's constitutional rights right and and one of the things that i'm i'm we see in these bills i mean every single one of these bills that are controversial whether it be on on guns or abortion or or whatever the topic might be they want to editorialize it to to try to support their facts right Mm -hmm. even in this bill we've kind of torn their facts apart and in one of the um one of the lines of their editorializing they say that 70 percent of uh mass shootings uh involve an assault weapon um and compared to 44 percent uh they see their numbers don't even add up compared to 44 <laughs> percent that involve a handgun uh we actually dig dug into this because i was like that just doesn't seem right i know that the and that just kind of goes into whose numbers are you looking at like the fbi has a has a number that says you know three people is a mass shooting Colorado has one that's, you know, I think it's three and a half, so it has to be four or more that's a mass shooting. Texas is, you know, I think it's two. It's fairly low. Um, So it just shows that they want to manipulate these stats. And when we dug into this, the DOJ actually says that 77% of mass shootings were actually done by a handgun. Wow. Uh, So they're not addressing the real problems that we're facing with this. And that's what we're going to talk about when we get back. Friends, we've been talking with Taylor Rhodes. He's the executive director of Rocky Rocky Mountain Gun Owners and uh, an organization that's led the charge to halt the radical anti-gun agenda across Colorado. So we're going to be talking about not only the bills that are the assault rifle ban, but some other bills that are being introduced. So this is a really important show about your Second Amendment constitutional rights stick around we'll be right back you're listening to the frontier freedom hour sponsored by the centennial institute at colorado christian university